Hello, everybody, and welcome to Minute 109 of Season 5 of Move Around Minute, the daily podcast where we yippee-ki our way through the 1990 Bruce Willis action flick, Die Hard 2, Die Harder, one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me once again today is Dave Palace of 5 Minutes of Mystery. Welcome back to the show, Dave. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm glad to be uh, with you on this wing while we're, we're being a snot out of each other. Well, I, I, I wanted you here for the uh, main event. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so minute 109 begins with John uh, starting to get ready to open the fuel tank and ends with John uh, losing his balance. <laughs> so yesterday we ended things. Uh, obviously, we ended things for Grant when he got sucked into the uh, engine. And then John happens to notice on the side of the plane, the the. The, the fuel port, and as he's noticing that, Stewart decides that he's going to to take matters into his own hands and uh, you know dispatch of of John. I mean, today's minute is almost entirely a choreographed fight scene between the two of them. There is so much that's going on, you know, between the two of them in this way. So John reaches out in order to open the the fuel tank door, and then Stewart at the same time jumps onto the wing, and I love how he he jumps. And and pulls out his uh, survival knife at the same time, you know, and like lands. Oh yeah. Uh, he does like the the perfect uh, two foot land, you know, the way that he does that, and because uh, like he swings his arms out as he's doing it. He's got to do big. He's got to do big flourish, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and then John uh, sees what what what's uh, going on, and he he quickly gets up and is able to like scut scut scuttle his way up back to the up the wing to get to a safer position. And then as with all action movies, the bad guy has to get his last line in and he goes, okay, McLean, time for the main event. You know, so now do you know, do you know what the official uh, definition of a main event is? I mean, I would say this would be the, this is the, this is the, the big fight of a, of a title card at a, at a, at a boxing, you know, wrestling match. Like this yeah. is, mm-hmm. The biggest, the biggest, the biggest title. This is the Triple H versus the The Rock. Uh, you know, the, the Stone Cold versus Undertaker. You know, like right. something uh, Mike Tyson versus uh, Vander Holyfield, stuff like that. Exactly. So the main event is basically the the final match in a title match system of the sporting events. It could be, uh, you know, most combat sports like boxing, wrestling, or mixed martial arts. Um, it's usually the most prestigious match on the card and has the, the, the most amount of promotion behind it. And usually it's the championship match, that type of thing, or might have some other special attraction. You know, uh, it could be that the headliner is, is you know, like you would call a headliner, you call a main event a headliner in a non-sport entertainment type of uh, event and stuff, stuff like that. Um, sometimes you'll have like a double main event or a double header or a triple main event or a triple header, uh, you know, where they have numerous things that are that are just as big going on at the same time. Did you know that there are do you know anyone whose nickname is the main event? Oh, boy, that's no, I I'm, I, I remember hearing it. I feel like that's a that's a known person. No, nah, but I don't I can't remember right now. OK, so there is a professional wrestler named Shawn Michaels, who is known as the main event. Ah, and there okay. is a yeah. basketball player named uh, White Whaley Dixon, 
who is known as main event. I, I don't really understand why. I don't follow basketball, but I'll take your word on it. Yeah, the the World Series of Poker, their annual championship tournament is known as the main event. I mean, it's good because it's it's like not like the Super Bowl where it's like a copyrighted word. So right. it's a good word that you can use to easily tell people if you're going to watch a pay-per-view, like this is the one to watch because we're going to make sure it has all these people, you know, wherever, wherever right. sport it may be. Correct. Um, Olivia Newton-John actually released a video in 1999 uh, of, of her tour, which was called the Main Event Tour. Uh, she, nice. Who'd she, she toured, fight? Who'd she fight in that? <laughs> she toured with John Farnham and Anthony Warlow. I don't know who the... Nice. I don't so know. She, she, like, combat night fight them on stage? Apparently. She's, like, singing as she's, like, just doing, like, actual cool ass... She's singing, like, she's singing physical... Picks. She's singing physical at the time physical, that they're playing. Physical. There you stab, go. stab, stab, Physical. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just tossing them, bodying them off the stage. Like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> there is a V8 supercar event in 2003 that was, a, that was originally known as the main event, and now it's known as the grand finale. <laughs> okay. There is a chain of entertainment facilities known as the main event entertainment where they have uh, bowling and video games and billiards and stuff like that all over all over the US there is a media company called main event media that works with nickelodeon there's a song i believe it yeah there's a song by frank sinatra called the main event there is a chameleonaire song known as the main event uh, what else is there there was a american concert tour by new kids on the block TLC and Nelly in uh, 2015 that was known as the main event also. And finally, okay. there there was a disco song named the main event that was sung by Barbara Streisand back in 1979. When when Stewart says time for the main event, he's basically disparaging uh, Grant because if we're going with what we were saying before, well, yeah. if we're going about what we were just talking about with the definition of the main event that that this is the headliner. You know, this is the big kahuna, or big whatever you want to call it. That's he's saying. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the. You know, you can't beat me. I'm the main event here. You know. I mean, yeah. This is this is a good callback to when you know they 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 met at like minute five in this film when they bumped into each other in the terminal. You know, and they're both mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, I oh I recognize you. Yeah, I've been on TV. You know, it's it's this is a nice setup because you know with, with the mystery of Hans, him not knowing that it was Hans for a while. But in this one, it, he meets him. He doesn't know where he met him, and then only minutes later, he goes, "Colonel Stewart's here. You know, he's doing something." He's right. Doing no, that was Sam. Right. That was him. that was when Sam Coleman told him that. You know, that's when he put it together when he was getting out of yeah. the when he was climbing out of the elevator. And he goes, "That's yeah. who that was, Colonel Stewart." Yeah. So yeah, this is a good this is a good callback. So and he also like Colonel Stewart, he's been running the show all night. Right. Like whereas Major Grant came in last and got to play theatrics. Colonel Stewart's been running this whole night, and obviously, him and him and McClain have sparred on the radio several times. Mm -hmm. So he has every right to call this the main event. He's like, I've been trying to, I've been wanting to kill you all night, and I know you've been wanting to kill me all night. Right. Um. You know, Major Grant's been here only the last like three hours. We've been doing this for like six. Right. That's true. And and then so as he's on the wing, he he starts running at John with with the knife, and then John does a nice job of blocking it and uh, you know keeping the knife away from himself because uh, you know and then the you know john is is on the ground and basically 
or not the ground, he's on the wing. And, you know, Stewart is inching the, the, the blade closer and closer to John's uh, uh, shoulder blade, basically, and then ends up yeah. hitting, hitting flesh. And as he does this, so John does a really strange thing. He actually bites Stewart's hand. And I've always noticed this. Then he spits out like a, a, a bit of flesh. I love it. It's just great. I love that. I think it's like you always see all those. You see a lot of it. The, the, the struggling over the knife. But I love that McLean's thought is get that hand knife so close to me that I can control it and I can control his thumb and I just take a nice chunk of it out. That's right. Um, and you can see all that blood coming out. When Stuart gets back in his Tai Chi pose, you can just see all that blood now is on his wrist. Like, That's right. You know, he said, and I think, and look at it this way McLean has been running, shooting, diving, you know, jumping, swimming. All, he's been, he's done everything tonight. He just fought another guy, he just fought Major Grant and won. And the fact that McLean has the energy to like was able to control and make sure that knife doesn't stab him in the face, and he's able to you know, but like you gotta admit, he is the Energizer Bunny. He just keeps going. That's right, for sure. Stewart's fresh. Stewart has not done nearly enough exertion that McLean is. I mean, McLean is like so covered in blood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's still moving along, as you said. He's the Energizer Bunny. You know, he he's also like a Timex. You know, takes a look and keeps on ticking. So, you know, it makes sense. And, yeah, I mean, he bites him really hard with that. And, uh, you know, at that point, uh, John manages to kick Stuart backwards. And I love how what's, Stuart actually flips over when he does it. You know, that, that's some pretty nice acrobatics, the way that he does that. Mm. And then John stands up and Stuart stands up and they get their stances, you know, against one another. And, and so we finally get to see the non-naked Tai Chi that, uh, you know, that Stewart is doing. And John gives more of a street street fighter uh, uh, stance, the way that he stands up there and yeah. stuff like that, which, again, epitomizes John. John is the street fighter. John's the guy who, mm -hmm. you know, we talked about this earlier in the week. He's the guy who's going to fight dirty if he needs to in order to win. He doesn't need to have a fair fight. And, you know, for him, it's a question of, of, uh, uh, of street cred as opposed to just honor. You know, that type of thing. So I, yeah. I, I like the way that they, they, they have the. I mean, w you know, in the first movie, we had John fighting with Carl, which they, they sort of was doing that type of thing. But here it's with the main guy. It wasn't that, that John fought with Hans, you know, which would have been interesting to have seen. Oh, I mean, John would have cleared the floor with Hans Gruber. Um, no problem. You know, that's I love that. Sometimes it makes you laugh with like the Bond movies when Bond Hanahan fights a guy who's not the henchman guy. Like, he's, right. like, the intelligent guy. Mm -hmm. And you're like, no, 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 If he's fighting the henchman, like, he's fighting Dave Batista's character or something like that, yeah, uh, uh, James Bond's going to have trouble. When it's like, when he's fighting, like, a little French guy, like, in Quantum of Solace, he's like, I have a sword fight with you. It's like, no, no, James Bond's going to wipe the floor with you, Chief. Like, your little sword uh, fencing maneuver ain't going to mean jack. Because, like, we know Bond is way more physical than these guys are. So that's the only parts when those movies come down where it's somehow the intelligence guy is, like, keeping up with the, the physical hero. Right. Um, so, like, it's like, yeah, that's why Hans, Hans didn't. Hans was smarter. He made sure he put hostages and guns between him and John. Um, and, you know, the glass and stuff. But with Stewart, we kind of know, like, actually, McClane might lose this fight, like, we're like we were like, wow, that's kind of lucky you got away with Grant. We're like, we got, you know, we lucked out on that. But when it comes to like Colonel Stewart, we're like, I don't know. We saw that guy naked Tai Chi. Like, 
this guy's ready to throw down. And we're, we, even us, the audience, are like, I think John might lose this. Yeah, there's a good chance that he's not going to be able to hold his own here. So then at this point, they continue with, with their fighting. And John throws a punch and Stuart easily catches it. And then basically slaps John in the face. And then, you know, Stuart, <laughs> Stuart takes command here at this point. He, he kicks John backwards. And then John lands on his back. And you see that he's all bloodied. And then Stuart takes up another karate stance. You know, then John ends up standing up, throws a punch, and misses. And then Stuart kicks him in the stomach. And then John th- throws a punch, which once again is blocked and caught. And, you know, mm-hmm. there, there, there's no question here that Stuart is a superior fighter between the two. You know, there, there's, there's no question about it. Yeah. No, yeah. Stuart ends up grabbing John and, you know, kicks him, in, kicks him uh, forcefully in the stomach. Which that actually looks like it really hurts the way that uh, that John mm-hmm. gets hit there, and then John ends up grabbing Stuart and like punches him, uh, sort of like a punching bag type of thing, because he repeatedly hits him in the the stomach as he's doing it, and he, he says something very strange at that point. Were you able to hear what he says? No, what he said. John says, "This is for flight 114, mother." <laughs> really? All right. So wh- when's <laughs> when is that in, in our in the clip that you sent me? It's at second 49. You know, it's while the two of them are fighting. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's all you can hear is the mother effort. Like, that's all right. you can really hear is such groveling, yelling it into Stuart's kidneys, pretty much. That's right. But okay, that that that, that makes sense. Like, that's a line. Yeah, he's, yeah, McLean's been holding on to that the whole night. Yeah, I mean, in the script, in the script we had it like two weeks ago that he mentioned something about that, but it just didn't really, you know. And I, I was happy that they didn't use it in the script. I'd forgotten that it was in the movie itself that you barely hear. You know, because like, I don't know if John would really say something like that. It just doesn't sound like something that, that, that would come up, especially when he's punching the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Stuart uh, breaks free and knees John in the face and then, uh, you know, stumbles backwards. And then Stuart drop kips John to the face. And then John gets up and then turns to, to, to kick him. And then, uh, you know, John then finds a way to, to, to duck out. But... Stewart at that point uh, drops to the ground and ends up sweeping John, like John had done. Yeah, that's a, it's just a great move. Yeah. The, the roundhouse into a spin into a sweep kick, like it's perfectly like if you dodge that, you're not going to be able to dodge this. So just boom, boom. I love that. Exactly. And then John loses his balance, and uh, you know we 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 see him slide down part of the part of the wing. As he's doing that. So, I mean, like I said, this whole minute is really just a choreographed fight. <laughs> Not much is happening except you have that extra line about the fleet 114. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that's pretty much about the, this minute. It's a, 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 I mean, all minutes are, are 60 seconds, but it's a pretty short minute. <laughs> there's a pretty short yeah, minute to, the, by, to, yeah. to talk about. You know, there's... An, there isn't as much to, to talk about here with uh, that. Did you have anything else you want to say about the, this this fight scene between the two of them? No, 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 no. Please. You know, like um, my other question is also is, I mean, the door is open. You know, at some point you'd think that some of the other guys on the plane would notice that something's going on and would would you know crowd around the door to take a look at what you know their, yeah. their commander is doing to 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 John. Yeah, I mean, at some point, they're probably kind of like, somebody's like, they're in the middle of a conversation. Somebody looks up and goes, wait, where are the commanders? Um, why are we going like 20 miles per hour right now? And if one of them just lifts, well, actually, they're up by the cockpit, so they might not be able to look back. No, they're down. In that area. They're, they're down. Oh, you're talking about the fact that they're forward. Okay. Not 
for they're up and forward because they're like almost level with the cockpit in their spots because they have to walk down the ladder to then get to this door. So really, I don't even know if they have windows up where they are, but if one of the guys leans over from their first class seats and opens that window, they're kind of like, oh my God, yeah, there's McLean. And you're right, they could have ran down there, but yeah, I, I, don't know, like, I, I think you just, you kind of forget about it because I think this is all supposed to happen, even, even though this is minutes, I think it's supposed to happen even faster. I think this is like, this is like boom, boom, bomb, bomb. Like it just gets thrown off and then, in real time, I think that, yeah, this is only like maybe two and a half minutes right. of actual time that would have been happening. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So the, the the script again, it it doesn't have that much, but it does have some stuff here. So it talks about the fact that uh, Stewart is trying to see what's going on and get a glimpse of what has to be McLean. Uh, and McLean has a savage grin. So Stewart takes off his rifle and discards the bulky coat, knife in hand. He steps out. Back to John. John uh, for the fuel tank. He reaches for it too far, stretches, gets it. The is tight. Wincing, he turns it a bit, then looks up just in time to see Stuart, knife whizzing down. McLean rolls, but the knife catches his shoulder. In pain, he manages to kick Stuart's knee. Stuart falls, almost goes over the wing. McLean goes back to work on the fuel port. He turns another quarter of a turn, and then he has to abandon it to deal with another charge from Stuart. Esperanza has uh, turns the plane, and now he's on the, the proper runway, fighting for the knife with all with with all his strength. McLean jams Stewart's knife hand uh, knife hand into the airline crack. The next wiggle of the metal crunches both hand and knife. Stewart screams and loosens his grip on McLean, who punches him away and goes back to work on the fuel port. So I don't know. It's a little strange. I, I like what they did in the movie much better. No, yeah, yeah. I, I think that, I think you back to back. I think both those fights between Grant and then with Stewart are, are just well done. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, no, I don't I don't, don't particularly like the way that they do that in the script. Uh, this is much better. Mm-hmm. You know, to to get him to to get his hand in to, inside the aerolon and that's what crunches his hand instead of John biting it. You know, that just uh, I don't know. Yeah. I I like the biting better. No biting. Yeah, biting's way more visible. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. All right, so every Thursday we have a segment called Aviation Thursday where my guests will give their top five movies that are related to airplanes or airports. So, Dave, once again, why don't you uh, tell us your yes. top five? You, you, most yeah. of the time we start with number five, but maybe you want to surprise us again and start I, with no, your number I'll one. With, I'll, 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 no, it's fine. I'll start with top. I'll start with bottom. Go to the top. Um, and I'll, I'll, be, I'll be quick with this for the sake of time because I know it's getting late for you, but like. Skycat the World Tomorrow it is a like cheesy CGI movie, but I don't know why I love this like camp noir and also there's giant mechs and there's there's all like all those all those tropes of like old sci-fi uh, stories are in that movie. I think that movie is really fun to watch. And I remember playing playing video games and like j- flying through the city and pretending I'm Sky Captain. So that was very influential. Red Eye, I think this is a great thriller. I think especially now if people are like, oh, my God, Killian Murphy is so great in, in Oppenheimer. Is there other movies he's great in? And I'm like, well, yeah, you've seen all the Nolan stuff. You've seen a lot of his modern work. But I was like, go back to when he was, like, unknown to the American audiences. And he's so good in Wes Craven's Red Eye. Just go watch that, him and, and Rachel McAdams. Third, I put Con Air. That's another diehard on it. And, I, yeah, there actually is another podcast. If you're yes. caught up on Rob Minutes, 
go listen to um, Die Hard on a Blank podcast. They're like a newer podcast that came out late last year. I've been enjoying them in my time. And I, they got to do a, they're going to, I don't know, soon to be, hopefully by this time this is published, they've got to do a Con Air episode. That is definitely Con Air or a Die Hard on a Prism transplant. Well, if you're talking about Con Air, I mean, you got the Con Air pod that Mark Hoffmeyer and Jay Kluett did. That they just finished. Oh, they, yeah, they did it. They did true. chapter by chapter. They they finished it this yeah. past summer. So you can go and check that out also. You know that, that they did listen a great job that. on that one. Yeah. Go listen to that. Listen to Sweet Home Alabama. Do it all good. Um, next, <laughs> uh, Robert Zemeckis's flight with Denzel. Denzel, he's gonna roll it. Okay. So that's always great to watch. You get to watch him get drugged up by John Goodman. Boom. That's easy money. Uh, first one. Uh, is a, I love this movie. You can't make this movie today. Executive decision. We love it, folks. We love our Kurt Russells and our Steven Seagal's getting flying out of the plane, okay? Your John Leguizamo's, all right? We got our Oliver Platts. All the stars are here. We got our young Halle, Halle Berry. Berry. It's, it's a movie that in no way we could even do today. We can't, You cannot put Arab terrorists on a plane to America with a bomb to take out the Eastern Sea. What's happening, folks? Uh, you you can but try. It is a treasure trove of <laughs> 90s. <laughs> there's and there's just so many good moments of that that is also very influential to Die Hard. You have the J.T. Walsh senator that's kind of like our Ellis type situation. He thought he could try to turn to his favor. If you've never seen it, it is a great. It pairs well with Air Force One. Um, but I love Executive Decision. I think it feels like the best, not actually a Clancy movie. So that's my that's my ranking. I think that's the best way to term it when it's like a movie that feels like Clancy would have wrote it, but it it's not related to him. Like Kurt Russell really is kind of like I'm gonna say he's knockoff. He's knockoff, but he's he is like absolutely like when it comes to you know like studio store brand, he's a fine um, uh, with uh, uh, Jack Ryan. That's what I was like. What's the name? Is it Jack Ryan? Right. So I, I think I think for. I think for what that movie is, I think it's a great, like, if you're in the mood for, yeah, if you want spy, spy terrorism craft type films, excuse me, and maybe you just watched um, Hunt for October, I think you could, or Hunt or the Clear Press of Danger, Patriot Games, you could roll right into this and feel like you're still in the same vibe. So I like that movie. All right. So do you want to once again tell people where they can find uh, Dave Palace? Yeah. Hey, um, I've been saying earlier this week, but yeah, if you like if you like comic book movies, I'm over at Five Minutes of Mystery on um, on Twitter. I talk I love talking about mystery men. I love uh, I love talking about that we should have more fun comedy ensembles that aren't just um, bland Disney jokes back and forth. I think there is some we, there's got to be some other independent comic books movies that we could turn into something fun. So um, yeah, talk to me there online. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on this week. All right. I appreciate it. And uh, finding me is very simple. Just do a quick search for Move Around Minute. You can find me on my website, movearoundminute.com. You can find me on Twitter, or you can find me on Facebook. So, until tomorrow, yippee yippee If you're fond of sand dunes and salty air, quaint little villages, it 